Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Minutes under my heart, he waxing it up. 100, 200, 300, 400, nickel. The bad seed, the broken eight, the bad, 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 the she said she wasn't going to bed tonight. She wanted to listen to my last show ever on the bench. So she's snapping tubes right now in the studio. People dressing plastic bags, directing drivers, and kind of fashion shake it up to do. But I'm up in the come on, bed with Brenda Barney. I'm rats on the west side, bed bugs all down. What a man says down to town in my brain. Splattered all over, man. Should it be shaking out? Oh, woo woo. Oh, woo woo. I think I'm all across. I'm okay. Yeah, yo, should do that. Oh, oh yeah, yo. Oh, woo woo. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell, along with Carver High this evening. Carver High this evening. Granny, right stop there? it. You go She's right? giving me toe kits off of this thing. You goddamn, I ought to sit in that Where recliner and shut up, you old bat. Whoa. Listen, I love you. Make the goulash on Sunday. I still love you. Mm. I'll pour you Jameson and Gingers all day. I'm not going to tell him you're 90. Oh, I mean, uh, uh, sorry about that, Granny. Dump that. So anyway, uh, anyway, yeah, just sit there. Stop <laughs> handing me that. I can't. I'm a pike on the air. You miserable. Anyway, uh. So, uh, Carver, I, did we clean out the bomb shelter tonight before the show? I, I believe that we did. I, I think that uh, everything has been swept up. Uh, it's nice and, and kept clean. Uh, it's ready. It's ready for tonight. Well, I thought that the Russians were, you know, uh, supposed to attack Ukraine like tomorrow or Sunday, and the, the bombs weren't going to drop on me today. Like I thought that I was in the clear today that I'd be able to, you know, 
come in and do the final Pharrell on the Bench show ever, and like at late night Pharrell on the Bench. Listen, as you know, Carver High, um, I keep a lot of booze in the bomb shelter. Yeah. Because uh, I haven't, you know, I haven't drank in years. Uh, but I have decided that because the war is breaking out, the, the Third World War, that um, that it's a good time to end the late night radio show and to yeah. start drinking heavily. So what I have is um, some of my favorites. Let's go through the litany of beverages that I have. Um, I brought 15 cases of Jameson. Mm. I brought 15 cases of Johnny Blue. I brought 15 cases of Puerto Rican rum. Top shelf. And I also brought 15 cases of Bacardi in case the other rum gets us too hungover. We welcome all of our radio affiliates to the program. Uh, Sirius XM Channel 159, Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in San Diego. Near Tijuana, do you wanna get some of them hookers down in Tijuana, do you wanna? You wanna get some of them pills and steroids down in Tijuana, do you wanna? You wanna get some of that cheap Rio de Janeiro down in Tijuana, do you wanna? You wanna get some of that smack, that dirty street smack down in Tijuana, do you wanna? Uh, Sports Map Radio Network in Houston, Sports Byline USA. Ron Barr and Darren Peck holding it down in the city. Also, um, I I brought a hundred cases of um, Guinness, a mm. hundred cases of Bass, a hundred cases of Heineken, a hundred cases of Heineken zero point zero. In case we want to mix and match, and just for you, Carver High, I brought 500 cases of Bud Light. That's all That's, in the bomb uh, shelter for the war. Can I drink those all? Like, how many can I have just tonight? I mean, is there like a, what's the... I mean, you know, like, I mean, like, I, if I'm you, I'm cracking, like, you know, I mean, like now. I got a 0.0 going right now. Ooh. And I got a Pikes going hard, a hot coffee on top of it, you know, liquid nitrogen. And I got a bottle of lemon Pellegrino. I got, got the, I got the I'm a not as rocking tonight. It's liquid cocaine night on the bench. <laughs> I'll have to join you here. I'll have to join you in the second hour. I'll get in the mix. And when I get done, you know what's gonna happen upstairs, don't you? <laughs> Difficult holding these alligators down tonight, Carver High. We got ourselves a real rhubarb going on over here. Stay out of this, Granny. Woo! I may jump in the hot tub later. It's a Ferrella tub. Ferrella on the bench in the biggest way possible. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. 
Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help. And yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. All right, Pharrell on the bench. Carver, how you're watching the uh, Rising Stars game. Now you got me on it. Uh, team Peyton, Team Barry. Barry up 39, 38. They played till 50, right? Correct. And then the well, winner of uh, this, the winner of this yeah. plays Team Isaiah in the final. And I picked that team to win it, right? Yes, Isaiah is the uh, the Anthony Edwards team, I believe. And then uh, they play that game to twenty five. Yes. Well, why the hell would they play the games in the semis to fifty and play the championship game to twenty five? Uh, that tired. Make, I guess so. I guess they don't want to overwork them. Uh, but, um, that, uh, yeah, you would think that it would be the longer game would be the title game, but that's not the case here. Right. So you've been watching this and, and you've been entertained. Are you entertained? Uh, I, I have been a little entertained in it. I had the hockey. I was watching some hockey before. I'm actually going to throw the Knights on and the, and the Kings, uh, in a couple of moments, uh, maybe in between these two games here. Oh, and you're gonna get that on what? Is that game actually on, like, on like ESPN Plus? Uh, I I have ESPN Plus in here in the office, so I I know I'll definitely get it on that. All right, so we're clear tonight. Uh, I, I was on the Canes as my number one play. They won five three over the Predators. Boom, cover. And then um, I told you the Vegas was my number two. They're in the first scoreless, and my number three was the Panthers, and they're absolutely waxing. The Wild in Minnesota tonight, four to one with ten minutes left. That game's over. Right. I like that under though. And that was a one. That was a big total. Seven was the total in that game. You usually don't see sevens in the pregame, uh, so we're trying to stay under there. Okay. Well, it's at five now with ten minutes left. Let's hope for that. Uh, and then I got the Blackhawks going tonight with an upset, going to the third scoreless. And I took uh, your boy the Flower today on coast to coast. And um. I know, uh, you know what is great is that I, I actually, you know, we're expanding coast to coast three hours starting Monday. And uh, I was talking about it and I was thinking uh, to, you know, even just to myself as I was talking to myself, I was like, you know, I think uh, we need to talk more hockey because right. um, A, it's the it's the real season now. You know what time it is, right? Well, it's like playoff you've time. Said, it's like you've it's the push to the playoffs until after you know. Once we get into January, February is when you start talking hockey. 
That's right. And I said, I don't even watch hockey until literally they care about it till January 1st. And then right. I go all in February, March to see who makes the playoffs, the, you know, the second week of April. So not only that, that that's crucial. The games now, and they are more, you know, the more meaningful they are, the better they are. The games are better every night. Every night there's something on the line that makes it better. It's desperation time, right? So the games are better. And then the other reason is that I want to talk more hockey on the new uh, rebranded three-hour coast-to-coast is is that, um, I mean, we hit more hockey bets than anyone on earth. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, between, uh, you know, us hitting tons of hockey bets, you know, think about it. Like, between, like, Marenzi, the prime minister, Cam, and then uh, you and I, uh, is there anyone on earth that hits more hockey bets than the four of us? I mean, think about it. Like, is, like you, you do the betting with the prime minister on golf, but you hit way more hockey bets than you do golf bets. You just think you hit lots of golf bets. I hear you swearing more about golf these days than hitting tickets. Well, it's but different. hockey's just it's... a constant for you. It's just well, a hockey, constant yeah. cash flow. It's a bank. Yeah, it's it's two different it's two different things completely. Hockey's a nightly thing. It's one game. It's over in two and a half hours. Golf is a, is a struggle. It's a grind. It's, you know, one bet is carried over four days and four rounds of golf. So, um, they're two de- very different circumstances, but yes, hockey's a nightly thing that we love to do. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, honestly, I just, and you know what? And then I start, you know what I started doing this week? I started giving you puck line bets too. Cause I usually just do money lines in hockey. Who's going to win the game. That's all that matters to me. And then, uh, you know, I mean, the bottom line is at least in the NHL, they, they have a, you know, you know, I don't like it, but the shootout always determines who wins and I'm not having any ties. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, you know, I got to tell you, I never recovered from that Steeler Lion tie. I still have nightmares. I, I wake up in a cold sweat with a full chub, and I see the Lions walking off the field with a tie at, at the ketchup bottle. Not good for my health. You know how they always talk about it, Carver High? You could die in your sleep. That's the game right there that could kill me. Yep. I can't yep. have hockey ties. Like when I was a kid, I used to go to the game with my dad, TR, and he'd take me to the game and we'd go to the igloo and I'd watch Paul Baxter getting a fist fight every night and Ron Stackhouse. And then I'd roll down the hill. I'd be like, when I first started going, when I was a kid, I'm like, what's with this two, two stuff, dad. He's like, it's like kissing your sister, junior, stay out of it. That's what he'd say to me. Mind your own business. It cost me a lot of money. These tickets. You know who? Uh, when I got older, I started. When uh, I got older, I started drinking at the games, which was even better because, you know, bottom line was he was rich and he'd buy all the drinks, and I'd be like, "Give me a 20. I, and I'd go up and get I like a beer. give me another twenty. I'd get another. I like beer. guys who do that. Guys who buy all the drinks. I'm all about that. Get it, get it. You in know there. what I mean? Like Tr bought all the beer, and he just was like, you know, it was all in. Uh, and so uh, there was nothing worse than leaving with a tie, in my opinion, in in hockey, but. In, like, the playoffs, they don't do that. They play to the death. Play to the death, baby. Play to the death. I think ties suck in every sport. I really, you know, they don't do that in basketball. They do it in the NFL. uh, And it's just pathetic. And then how about that? The Steelers get into the playoffs almost because of that tie. Think about it. Yeah. I mean, that's how they got in. That's how they the got in. Lost to the Jaguars, and they they never lost that game. They ended up going nine, seven, and one. 
Chicks dig me. Yeah. You know who uh, hasn't missed any meals lately? Who's uh, Gary Payton. Have you seen him? They keep showing him on this uh, on this Rising Stars game. Yeah, I just saw him on the bench yelling at the ref, but I didn't really, I guess I didn't really notice. That He's he got was... a little girth to him. He's got a little girth. Does he got a little chunk going? A little girth. He's got some girth. So I had this guy on my team, and everybody knows him, my nephew Chunk. <laughs> uh, and so we call him Chunk. And it drives him crazy because he is a great player and everything, but he shoots 40-footers, right? And he makes some of them for sure, but he misses a lot of them too, right? So he's like a you know 35% shooter from 40 feet out. And that's, at the end of the day, it's really not that bad when you think about it if you're shooting 40-footers and you're making 35% of them. But um, he scores a lot. Like some nights he'll have 20, 25 points, right? But uh, he's he's you know got some he's got some definitely some some weight on him. He's got like a big ass and he's got a, a big you know tire around his stomach. And I always so I just one day I just named him Chunk because you know he'll hit the back of the rim on a forty footer and and the ball fly into the stands or he'll you know shoot an air ball completely. I just saw Peyton. He's clearly gained 40 pounds. So, um, <laughs> but he'll miss, you know, he misses all the time with bad shots. And his, his misses are just chunky. Like, I mean, chunk city. And then he's fat too. So we call him chunk and it got him so mad. I swear to God, because I love the kid. He's the greatest. I'm the reason he plays in the league. He's on the team because of me, because everybody else wanted to kill him like dead. And I was like, look, you guys need to adapt. The kid can ball. He can shoot. He can play. He's not He's not bad. You, you people are tripping. Like, I got a 56-year-old guy that can't even score anymore. He's so slow. And I'm like, bro, he drops 25 a game, and you are you're you don't like him? Well, that's too bad. Have a sandwich. You haven't scored in four months. So I'm like, I tell it like it is, right? But I call him Chunk, and then he gets really mad. He's like, don't call me Chunk. <laughs> and I go, but... You are Chunk. And then, like, we go out and eat all the time. He goes, stop calling me Chunk. But uh, now he's on a diet. Gluten-free, no bread, no bagels, no. I mean, I go and I eat. You know what I eat, Carver. I like a man. This guy won't eat anything now. He's eating locks for breakfast. I'm like, you're such a femme. Wussy-ass Chunk. <laughs> Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. 
If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful, but we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. All right, so, uh, like, I'm telling you, Carver High, you got to go for get LaMelo off screen and let him shoot a three to win the game. That's what I would do here. I'm telling you, Barry's going to go down and score and win. All they need is a bucket. I'd send it in. They got they got all those bigs out there and, and star players. Mo, Mobley could dunk it. They got so many guys. Cade Cunningham. Somebody's going to dunk it and end it. Let this guy right now shoot a three. Game over. There it is. He had the space. I don't know what he's doing. Shoot the ball, bro. There it is. Three ball. He missed it. Air ball. You fam. That was game over right there. <laughs> he went out of bounds. That's a turnover. He turned it over. Your boy fell down out of bounds, and, and they got the ball again. Uh, but now they had the shot to win the game. The plan was – I was dead right. The plan was to give LaMelo the ball, let him win the game with a three. But now that he shot air on that terrible three, air ball, it was so bad, now he cannot be the option to win the game. He cannot be the option. I think they need to score now and get a stop because uh, the three ball just ain't happening. Now dagger pocket three came over. He missed it. Oh, do you mind? Oh, he had the corner pocket three to win. Oh, the humanity, and he lost. Oh, turnover. No, it was tapped. All they need is a bucket. What's the call now? What's the call? Timeout? High drama at the Rising Stars game. What is it, a timeout he called? Let's see this. I got to see this. No one touched that ball. I'm going to see it like live and real. I'm so far behind. No one touched that ball right now. He never touched it. That's a turnover. That's a turnover. He never, it's a backcourt turnover. LaMelo never touched the ball. And they're not looking at it. I'm telling you, that's a bad call right there. That's a terrible call. He, uh, you know, Mobley turned it over himself. LaMelo reached in. Watch it again. He never touched it. I cannot believe these three clowns won't admit it. Lefko, Hill, and Haywood. I mean, just admit it. You saw it. He never touched it. That's a backcourt turnover. Those players are right. He never touched it. I'm right. What? Yeah, he never touched it. He never touched it. That's a backcourt turnover. And uh, I think the ref blew it. I can't believe they don't even look at it. Now watch, they'll lose the game because of it. You know they're going to lose the game now because so of it. So who's right? got the rock here now? Barry's got it? Barry's got the rock? Barry's got the ball, but they turned it over, and, and the refs didn't call it. So when he got the ball in the backcourt, it should have been a backcourt violation without a doubt, and they didn't look at it. They just went with their call, and they were wrong, and now Barry will win the game. Watch. Because you got to remember, Peyton missed two threes. The LaMelo three and the corner pocket three. I don't know who shot it, but he missed the back iron. So now they get a rebound. Now they get the ball back. Peyton goes the other way, and they got a chance again. For a third time, they have a chance to win the game. And in my view, you've got to once again shoot a three to end this. Get a screen. Get a three. I thought the corner pocket three was a good shot. He just missed it. I thought it was a clean look. There was nobody on him. He was wide open. He missed it. 
Now, the difference is, is I wouldn't have missed that shot. That's my favorite shot in basketball, the dagger corner pocket three. I'm, I'm great at it. It's like, for me, it's like shooting a layup with a finger roll. That's how easy it is for me. I hit three corner daggers all the time. Everybody knows every single time I get on the baseline, people yell, that's his shot, guard him. And it's because I nail it every time. I practice that shot 500 million times. I can knock it down blindfolded. Oh, look at your boy, LaMelo, missing free throws. I mean, it's just male organ of the month club now. He's missing threes and free throws. And now they get the free throws, and now Barry will get the ball no matter what if he makes it. And it's tied 48 all, right? He just bricked yeah. the first free throw. Now he's going to make this one, tie game. And once again, Barry will have a chance to win the game with a two, and they haven't been able to do it. With a shot clock, they got to, you know, D up, get a stop, get the ball back, win the game. There's a turnover. Melo missed it. Now another drive. Look out, game over. That's it. Game over. You lose. Game over. You lose. Game over. You lose. <laughs> Barry wins it. They had every chance in the world to win that game. I blame the refs. I blame the refs because they missed the backcourt violation. And uh, it was a great, uh, a great move, a great drive. Tate. Went to the left hand, off the glass, game over. And his shoulder, he got he got the shimmy going. Got the full shimmy going for the women. He's probably going to get laid tonight. That's my guess, anyway. I would say that that's probably a fair assessment, that that could happen. You think I'll get in trouble for that one? I, I mean, I know I got all these people narking on me all the time around here. Everything I say. No. You know, Scott, we just can't have you. Remember when I was in in uh, L.A.? Yeah. Scott, what is happening in here? <laughs> Wait, this, uh, gentlemen, I have I have not slept one minute this entire week, and then I get this late-night phone call. Pharrell's at it again. He's nothing but trouble, that Pharrell. He's dangerous. Can you imagine uh, Carver High? Dangerous. It's so funny to me. I think this is the most candy ass I've ever been. I mean, you know, how many times have I told you that over the last couple of years, how candy ass I think I am compared to what I was? Oh, I mean, you've told <laughs> I mean, me plenty of times. I mean, honestly. But yeah, uh, look, a lot's changed over the last 30 years. I mean, but do you remember when I was on the Vatican Network, how soft it was? I mean, it yeah. was soft cheese. Huh? Yeah, that was that was very, that was tough. But you used to listen to me on Howard 101. I mean, that set the standard. I'm on the fan yeah, in the 90s. The fan in the 90s was. Listen. <laughs> that was bad, too, huh? Yeah. Listen. Well, the difference was is that it was so big time, right? Like, it was uh, it was the biggest sports radio syndicated show ever. It was the only one. It was the only syndicated sports radio show in the country. I was the only one being syndicated in 250 markets. So the show, I got away with murder, and it upset a lot of people, obviously. The show uh, got under people's skin, and it was dangerous, and it was edgy, and it was different, and it was certainly unique. That's what you grew up on. That's what you knew me as. Yep. And you thought, wow, what is going on here with this troublemaker? But I own uh, New York. I thought it was great. I own New York. And then from that point forward, it's just gone downhill. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just honestly, it's just like, I mean, I'm like, gag me with a spoon. I literally, I might as well have duct tape on my mouth. Well, times have I mean, changed honestly, too. 
Times have changed my ass. <laughs> I'm a badass. I should be doing what I do best. And I should just be unleashed on the world. On, you know, Sirius XM. I'm on Channel 199. All over the southern hemisphere of the world. Let me tell you something. I was in, because you know I went to the Caribbean a lot, right? I'm down in, I'm down in St. Martin, St. Martin. I'm down on the beach with all these French phonies. And uh, I'm laying there naked. Chicks walking by me naked. And uh, I got like Howard Stern on. I'm, I'm literally in my, on my uh, earbuds. I'm listening to Howard Stern. And I'm like, man, this is incredible. This satellite radio is incredible. I'm like, it's crazy. I'm listening and I'm in, I'm in literally the lesser Antilles. And I'm listening to satellite radio like it was like I was in Manhattan. Like I was literally on a boat going by the a Statue of Liberty. And then so I knew you could hear it anywhere. You could hear it anywhere. And then, uh, you know, it was just phenomenal. It, it, it was phenomenal. So, you know, I just have always felt like, you know, I guess I come from a, a world of, um, you know, my whole career I've been fighting with the, uh, the government. The FCC has been after me my whole career. They really have. And uh, they spent my entire career fighting them and, you know, running from them, hiding from them, uh, trying to be uh, great on the radio and having them constantly sue me. And uh, I just always felt like, and I know I'm wrong, but I never believed I was wrong, that radio should be the uh, art of imagination, theater of the mind. I always felt like you should just be able to do whatever you want on the radio. And I think people should be uh, able to decipher and, and then make their own decisions. Like, okay, this guy's too edgy. I'm not going to listen to this. Or you, you know, change the channel, listen to something else, listen to your, uh, you know, you know, doctor's office, oldies or whatever the hell you want to listen to. Listen to your local news station. Give me uh, 22 minutes. I'll put you to sleep. Uh, you know, you listen to the talk stations or whatever, right? Uh, you listen to Spanish stations. You listen going, to rock stations. 105.7. Easy listening radio for you here on a Friday <laughs> right. night. Right. Like I said, you could, you could always choose what you wanted to listen to, right? And I was always like, what if I'm too rough for you, too rough and tumble for you, then don't Pharrell and listen. Right. You know, I'd always be like, listen, if I'm too if I'm too crazy for you, go to bed. Don't listen. But people couldn't stop listening. And then they would sue me. Right. They were just out to get me. I had lawyers out to get me my entire career suing me left and right. I spent half of my career in a courtroom. You have no idea what I've been through being Pharrell on a bench. You have no idea. All these guys think they're badasses in this business. You have no idea what guys like me and Howard Stern have been through. You have no idea. I mean, they wanted to put me in prison. I was indecent, obscene, a hate mongerer. They charged me with everything. And they're 0 for 5 against me, the feds. Screw you. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, 
and Judy Woodruff come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. All right, uh, Carver, I when do the uh, NBA players uh, have off till? When do they start playing again? Like Thursday uh, or something? Thursday. Is it Thursday? It is Thursday. Oh, that just sucks. <laughs> I mean, that just absolutely sucks. I don't, like, I just hate that. I really do because I think that they should play Wednesday at, at the latest uh, Thursday's just too much. I mean, what is this, vacation time? When don't yeah. they take vacations as it is now, taking off every other night? Guys don't play the back end of the back and back. You know, uh, it, it's just unbelievable. Guys take, you know, I need, you know, a personal week off. I mean, uh, oh, you know, a guy rolls his ankle, he's out eight weeks. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, it, it really is. And then what, the, the All-Star break starts on Thursday, and then goes till the following Thursday. It's a week. They could give them a week off. Except for the guys that had to go to Cleveland. I mean, what do they have to do? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? So then they have off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They get three days off. Would you rather be an all-star and be there, or would you rather have off uh, seven days? Off seven days. Most of them would rather – most of them want to be all-stars. Trust me. Have you ever seen these guys when they say, I can't believe I got named an all-star, especially if a guy gets named his first time, like Fred Van Vliet. The guy was never drafted, and now he's an all-star. Believe me, it means something to him. To him it does. To some guys it doesn't. Like, I feel like at this point guys like, I don't know, like uh, like a Damian Lillard or Draymond Green or LeBron. Like, I, I don't think they care so much. Yeah, I don't actually, I, I you know. You know, the funniest thing is I think the only guy that cares about, you know, that frankly, that shows any kind of humility whatsoever about being in the NBA is uh, DeMar DeRozan. You've heard him talk about it. He's just like, I can't believe I'm in the NBA and I get to do this for a living. I can't believe that I get to play every night in the NBA. I can't believe that I scored 35 plus every single night. Every time I play, I can't believe this is happening. It's crazy. He's the type of so grateful. He's the type of guy that's going to be into it on Sunday night. Right. I think he may win the MVP. And then I'll tell you what. um, The rest of them, uh, 
I honestly think that it's uh, a pain in their ass and that it's a business for them. It's like it's like LeBron James is forced to go to the uh, NBA All-Star game every year. Not like, you know, Kobe Bryant went every year his whole career and Michael Jordan went every year his whole career. Isaiah Thomas, those well, guys, uh, they all went every year. And then so you're you're suggesting that at some point they get sick of it. They're just no, like, I oh, think what a pain. I think after end. like I think after the second or third time they don't care anymore. I think it's more like unless it's at a place like if it's in their home arena, I'm sure they're that's why I think LeBron, I mean it's in Cleveland. You'd have to think he's going to have some excitement this weekend. I mean, oh there it was, Scarborough High. Oh, that's what I like to hear. Love that sound. That was Great a crack sound. of that cold Heineken. Right there it was. Hold on, let me get hold on. Oh yeah. It's uh, tremendous. Uh, I gotta tell you. I mean, there goes that Pike's Peak. I'm done with that. That got me sweaty. Now this is gonna bring me home. Gonna bring me home. You can feel it. Uh so uh, they they have off a week and that really frustrates me, Carver High. Because I mean now I mean it really it has become to me uh, it really is uh, Monday, frankly uh, Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday to me oh they're back Thursday so at least at the very least Monday Tuesday and Wednesday uh, even Thursdays coast to coast when we do it is about frankly uh, well Thursday will be about the NBA being back Thursday night but Monday Tuesday Wednesday NHL and college basketball that's it that's all you have. Yeah, for the most part. Right, like, I mean, like, you know, today we did those those fights or whatever that are going on this weekend. Was there ever, literally ever once, a, a more crappy lineup of fight cards in your life that you've ever seen? I mean, have you ever seen anything worse than the offerings from the uh, the – the, the UFC, the Bellator, the bare knuckle, or the uh, boxing with Amir Khan and Kelbrook. Has there ever been a worse weekend of of fighting and boxing ever in, that you've ever seen no, in your life? No, it's it's bad. No, it's so, it's really bad. Here's how many people care about those events. Um, no one, just absolutely no one. <laughs> I mean, there isn't a even people in in England don't care. No. Amir Khan and Kelbrook are both washed. You know it. I know it. Let's just stop effing around here. I mean, Amir Khan. All that matters. He's, he's still fighting? Oh, the Golden Knights are up 2-1, and let's see. Did Eichel score? Um, oh, Let's take a look. I'm actually, yeah, I want to. Let's take a look. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. No, he did I saw not. that uh, Pacioretty no had points. the first goal. Yeah, uh, Pacioretty and then uh, Smith. So it's 2-1. And uh, a Thanoso or whatever for the Kings. I Did I tell you, I mean, I know at some point I talked to you about uh, Denny Bernstein showing up on the Friday night show in L.A. Wal- waltzing into that radio row. There wasn't a soul in the entire building. And he walked in there to do that show with me on Friday night. It was like a scene right out of a movie. That guy walking across that floor from that entrance of that door, from the FanDuel stage to to where I was, it was 300 yards. And to see that guy waltzing across the floor to do that show with me, it was was like one of the great moments in history. He makes his presence felt. And whenever he enters a room, uh, you know that DB is going to be there. I mean, he's just... 
the amount of electricity that the man brings into the room. He is a gem. Uh, there's no question about it. I love DB. I'm I'm upset that I missed him that night. I'm upset that um that I don't live in his neighborhood. Oh my god. You know, I, I'd like to go to games with him and barbecue with him. You miss regularly. the weather already too. I mean, God, the weather. You know, you and I have dealt with this bad weather for so long, I don't even care anymore. I can't take it. I really it. don't. It sucks. I mean, man. I hate the blizzards and everything. I hate the blizzards like you do, the snowstorms I hate. But, uh, I mean, we're like really grown men over here. We're not, you know, there's no there's no candy ass over here. There's no sugar. We don't have any sugar over here. We're like, uh, you know. I'm out there today. You know what I had to do today? So today I go to put the I, I go to check the basketball hoop because we had like 80 mile an hour winds here, right? And it was like typhoon winds. And my neighbor had a giant like 35, just like 100 year old oh 35 feet wide. I tip over in their yard over and just smashed their house and pool and fence and just crushed everything in sight. I mean, Choppa's looking out the window, talking to 34C, and she saw it happen. I just heard her screaming. She's like, look out. And this giant tree the size of, like, a redwood in California just crushed this house. And um, so I was like, I got to go. Because, I, first of all, I, I don't like the guy. I, I want to beat his ass. I let my dog cable in his yard as often as possible. Guy's an absolute asshat. He... I've told you this story before. He's the guy that rakes leaves up against the fence at the end of my property. Like, who does that? Like, who rakes leaves, like thousands of pounds of leaves, up against a fence to, like, block the fence from, like, yard to yard? He just stuffs it with leaves, dead leaves. Who does that? No one no one does that except this loser. So I, I said to him one day, you do it again, I'm going to burn it down. I'm going to pour gasoline on it. I'm going to burn it down. And that means your fence going down with it. Try me. And he's some little old dude. I go, bro, I will beat your ass. Stop being a loser. No one does that. So it couldn't have happened to a better guy. His entire house got impaled with this 350-year-old oak. I mean, the size of like a redwood. I kid you not. And uh, so anyway, I'm like, I got to go. You know, most people are like, Quick, move the, move the car in the house. We're in danger. Run for your life. Oh, the children. And instead, I'm like, bro, I got to check that basketball hoop for water in the base. <laughs> so I go outside, and I open up the base of the basketball uh, hoop, and it's like some of the water's gone. Like it's evaporated or it's leaked out or whatever, right? And so it's not full. And when it's not full... It needs to be full, and it needs to be 300 pounds full, you understand, to keep the thing from tipping over. Because you remember when it tipped over and smashed my wife's car in? She didn't do yeah. me for a month. Uh. So I went out, and it was it was low on water, so I manned up. I'm out there with no shirt on. I manned up. I put the hose in, freezing my ass off, put the hose in. I filled it with water. Then I go to the, uh, the gas station. I go to the guy. I go, uh, yeah, I need some antifreeze. And he goes, what for? And I, I'm like, I put it in my basketball water base. And he goes, that is illegal and it's dangerous for the community. And it's dangerous for nature because deer like to drink the colored water and it kills them immediately. And turkey and bear and coyotes and 
Wild animals will die because of you. And I'm like, listen, bro. Honestly, I just want some antifreeze. The guy's like, you have to use RV and camping antifreeze. It does not kill the nature or the animals. Now, I don't have any in stock right now, but if you come back in two hours, I'll have them for you. And I was like, listen, old man, if that's what you really want, I'll do that for you. So I came back two hours later. I got my RV and camping antifreeze, and I put it in there, and I did the whole thing, and I never wore a coat, nothing. Just like a man. My hands were freezing. They're covered in mud. My dog was growling at me. I filled up the uh, the water base of the basketball hoop. And then I looked over at my neighbor with the house smashed in, and I gave him the finger. And I said, remember, I'm going to burn it down, you wussy. Beat how your he, ass. How did he respond to the finger? Did he like that? Was and I said, I hate your religion, too. Screw mm. you. Which I said something entirely different that was nasty. <laughs> Called him a bunch of names. But it was awesome. It felt good. That's what Matt, that's what counts. So one on. day, he, it, listen, one day a tree smashed over into my neighbor's yard from his yard, right? And he smashed my neighbor's fence in. Like this giant tree collapsed and f- smashed my neighbor's, uh, not only his fence, but it smashed his like, you know, um, what do they call it? Like his little, uh, you know, where he keeps his lawnmowers and everything in the shed. It smashed the roof into the shed and the fence. He destroyed everything. The tree was his yard tree. It came from his yard. Went over into my neighbor's property, smashed the roof of the shed, ruined it, smashed the fence, ruined it, and the guy wouldn't help pay for it. He wouldn't He wouldn't help him at all pay for the damage. And so my neighbor's a really cool dude, and he's like, he ran for mayor. He's like one of these dudes, and he's a really cool guy. I like him, but he's like kind of, I'm going to run for mayor. I'm like, well, good for you there, Chuck. <laughs> and so when he wouldn't help him, he goes, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to handle it myself. And I go, okay, Clark Kent, you do that. So if it happened, I, so I, one day he's out there and I looked at him. And so these birds, remember when the crows were crapping on my car? And it was because yeah. his wife left bird feeders out in her yard. Oh. So I looked over at this old man. I go, here's what's going to happen, bro. I'm going to climb over there tonight. I'm going to set your house on fire. I'm going to burn all the, those bird cages down and kill all the birds. Because I'm the devil. Don't mess with me. I am Satan. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen posed that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help. And yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. 
I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. You should talk to him about it this weekend. Yeah, I'm. A, I, I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a note uh, tomorrow and just say, hey, when you have time, can you explain this to me? How does that make any sense? I know it, I mean, it honestly. doesn't. Honestly, so we'll we'll figure it out. Do you remember when I used to have to do that? Um, I did Pharrell and the Best for Westwood One. You remember that one? Yes, I remember that. And uh. Remember, I I did it like every day, and it was like, wasn't it like, wasn't it like fifteen minutes or something like that? Uh, between fifteen and twenty, yeah. Oh my god, I I can't even tell you how much of a pain in the ass that was. Yes. Like you know, it's simple. If I have to do something and it's not generating revenue, like I'm in the business of making money, okay. And if I'm doing something and it ain't making money, I'm just not interested. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's that simple. It's so funny to me, you know, because, like, I worked for all these uh, radio companies in my career, right? Uh, I worked for all of them. And uh, all they care about is money. That's it. Do you remember when we were at, do you remember when we were at CBS and when that uh, company, uh, LoserCom, bought that uh, company? Yeah. Do you remember walking through that sales office at night to uh, like get water or whatever? It, you know what it was like. Do you remember? It was like, it was like being at it was like being at McCarran getting ready to take the red eye home from Vegas after you lost all your money all week. That's what it looked like. <laughs> well, I mean, I've never seen. I thought I was at the New York Stock Exchange with the numbers that they had up on all the monitors and screens, the sales numbers and all the revenue. Reach these goals, or, or you're fired. Like, oh, my God. And then when I want to make money, suddenly I'm greedy. It's so funny. What a bunch of phony-ass losers they were. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost.